Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Soyla Perez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores. And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we've got a little Meneito for you, just a couple of songs that we are playing right now. What are we starting with, Vero? We are starting with just some experimental jazzy salsa from hey. La Mecánica Popular. Um, the album, they have a new album out and it's divided in six parts and this is the opener. This is part one, Bienvenida. And um, I think this is a really cool record. Mm. Um, it's um, really cool because, and it was recorded, a lot of it improvised mm -hmm. on the spot. Yeah. Um, the whole six part record was recorded in a single day with very few changes in post-production. So um, it's it's got such an interesting, really, um, really amazing in the now quality to it. Mm. And it, I just think it turned out really great. Um, and I feel like it's both familiar and new and just wild and I, I'm about it. I really, really like it. Yeah, I like the sound a lot. Switching the, yeah, the I, name is after the magazine, Popular Mechanics, maybe? No. <laughs> just a coincidence? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Popular Mechanics. They're just like engineers, you yeah. know, on the side. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, so I, one of the things that I read about them, once I like heard this, I went to look for interviews on them and um, Remezcla did an interview with them and they were talking about how um, they felt like they were inspired a lot by Miles Davis and about how um, Miles Davis was doing a lot of uh, work experimenting with African-American music um, and outside of the white gaze, right? Like just like doing it for his community and his people. And they're like, we wanted to do the same thing with like, you know, salsas and boleros and cumbia. So I, um, I think that they landed on something really cool and I'm into it. It's not, I, I don't listen to a ton of jazz. Yeah. I think, uh, jazz is, um, I think I'm very indebted to jazz as a genre in terms of a lot of the stuff that I like. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of like the most like experimental stuff that I like is uh, inspired by jazz right. and by um, by like you know a lot of like atonal and um, and um, experimental jazz back in the day. Um, but I don't listen to a ton of it now, um, including Latin jazz. I don't really. Um, it's not really part of my repertoire. But I'm into this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that this is sort of recorded in that way you mentioned, where it's like a single day with very few changes because jazz, that's such at the core of jazz, right? right? It's this very improvisational, live, mm -hmm. just like, let's just see where it goes mm -hmm. kind of thing. So that makes a lot of sense. Where are these folks based? They're based in Brooklyn, um, and they're led by Efrain Rosas. All right, if they're based in Brooklyn, maybe they are riffing off of the Popular Mechanics magazine name. Not to saying that they are Why? mechanics. But maybe that's a reference. Why would they riff off of Popular Mechanics? How do you even know about this magazine? You've never heard of it? <laughs> what? No. no, it's actually very well known. I'm not just like, it's not, it's actually a very well known magazine. What, what goes on in the magazine? What? <laughs> what happens in it? What's it about? It's like about how the world works. That's their, that's their tagline. 
I think maybe this is one of those like immigrant kid things. Like it's actually a pretty well-known <laughs> magazine. <laughs> I'm not just like referencing some obscure like engineering magazine. Like this is actually oh a pretty popular God. thing. So. Yeah, I feel like the only magazine that my parents got was Reader's Digest. Right, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally fair. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be oh cool for God. us to explore jazz more. It's not something we've really talked about on the show, but it definitely influences, yeah, a lot of the music that we listen to now. Totally. There's a really cool totally. live jazz club. I mean, DC has an incredible history around jazz and was like a really big part of the mm-hmm. jazz era in DC, um, you know, the, the African-American community in DC. And there were a lot of jazz clubs, most of which are gone, but there's one in my neighborhood actually that opened up not too long ago that still has that vibe and it's very neighborhoody. And like you walk in there and, um, it's almost all African-American folks and they're all kind of on the older side and it's like an improvisational jazz thing that happens. It's pretty rad. Mm. Um, and I don't know the history of that particular space and if whether it used to be located somewhere else and then they reopened it or something, but it feels like kind of getting a glimpse into what that must have been like when, like the heyday of jazz in D.C., when there were a lot of places mm. like that where people would just come together to jam and hang out. Yeah. And, you know, like they don't have booze or anything. Like it's super low-key kind of place. So mm, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Well, my song <laughs> for this minute, though, as per usual, it's an interesting transition from psychedelic salsa to pop, <laughs> saccharine pop. <laughs> the song is called Todo Lo Que yeah. Quiero Eres Tú, and it's by um, Siam. Siam. stumbled across in my mostly my explorations on Spotify and it's a poppy sappy tune that I totally love as per usual <laughs> I did not Sounds expect right up your alley. you to like this one Veto what did you think of it mm, it's a little cheese ball for me I don't hate it yeah. but it's I'm, I'm never gonna listen to it again yeah <laughs> Well, guess what? <laughs> you have to edit this episode, so you're going to listen to it a few times. <laughs> Penance for not liking popular music. Oh, um, my God. These two are a Colombian duo. They're a couple. They're married. And they actually um, kind of got oh. their start by winning a like season three of the Colombian X Factor. And it was funny because I was X doing this Factor? research. X Factor, yeah. What which is that is, show? It's like a, is it a singing a, show. Yeah, it's one of those singing shows. But here's the thing: when I first oh. when I first read about them, 
when I was researching this, I, I thought X Factor. I was like, that's weird. Because I was thinking about Fear Factor. Do you remember that show? What's that? That's a weird no. one where you, you like have to like eat bugs and like do crazy, scary, oh gross things. Yeah, it was it was like one of the earlier oh. reality TV shows. It was called no, Fear they Factor. they would not have that in Colombia. I feel like I mean, eating bugs is some gringo ass shit. I mean, I don't know. I feel like reality TV, American reality TV has infected the world. But then my head was like, wait, how do you go? How? Why is the prize for winning Fear Factor a recording contract like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> and then right, and then right. i googled x factor and i was like oh this is just another like you know kind it's of like american idol show. type thing yeah so anyway that's how got they it. that's how they got their their career started is through um reality tv which is i mean increasingly the truth for a lot of musicians and I mean, not necessarily totally new. Like so many of the pop stars in the U.S., a lot of them got their start on like the Mickey Mouse Club and stuff, right? So it's not like mm-hmm. in some way. And, you know, or like back in the day, it was like the group boy bands that kind of cycled through lots of people like Menudo. And so, you know, right, celebrity right. culture has always been a part of the music industry. But it seems like nowadays it's oh, yeah. way more common because there's all these shows. Like levels. Mm. Do you watch any of those kinds of reality shows? No, yeah. I don't really like reality shows. I do like reality TV to to some extent, depending on. I don't like, I don't like the housewife stuff. Like that that stuff, I can't get into. But some of the competition shows, I can get into. Um, mm. I've been wanting to watch Lavos, which is the like Spanish language version of The Voice, which is just a singing show, it. but it's much more popular. I think in many ways, mm. like La Voz is more popular in Latin America than The Voice is in the U.S. is what I get the sense of. But, Got it. But yeah, so I go through phases where I'll, like, I watch the last season of American Idol and stuff like that, but, um... Yeah. But yeah. I sometimes, like, watch reality TV when I'm, like, at a hotel or something for work, but that's more like a train crash or something. It's just like, I can't look away, <laughs> but I never want to keep up. <laughs> then I change it to like a crime drama and I'm happier. <laughs> what about the great British bake off? Oh, is I guess that's a reality show. Did you watch that? That's a reality show. I watched that. Yeah, I fucking see? love that shit. Okay. I knew that there were some things you'd be into. Yeah. That's totally a reality show. It's just a little more civilized. Yeah. No, you're right. Than some of the American it's shit. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Everybody's so nice to each I other. Know. I know. Their version I was of like, this is why you guys have health care. This is why you all have health care. Mm. You can all see the humanity in each other. Although, come on, <laughs> let's not forget the colonial history of the United Kingdom. So Yeah, no, that show does not let you forget. Do not let somebody try to put a spice in a thing because they will freak the fuck out. They're like, ooh, cardamom. You gotta watch out with I the mean, there's cardamom. Always, <laughs> there's always like one or two contestants who are like from the Indian diaspora or different, you know, diasporas that are related to British colonialism. But yeah, I feel like that's it's Yeah, because it's a rough road those for motherfuckers them. colonize like across the entire globe. My favorite thing about them is that they had a saying that was the sun never sets on the British Empire because they literally had colonies around the entire globe and the sun was always shining on some part of the British Empire. It's kind of insane. crazy. I mean, it's like I've obviously thought about colonialism a lot, but then you, you take a step back and you think about it and you're like, this is just crazy. I know. I know. It's truly wild. And now they're mad that like after like fucking up countries around the literally the entire globe, they're mad that people are migrating because like they fucked up the countries. Like, how dare you? <laughs> how right. dare you? Right. They anti-immigrant <laughs> sentiment. Well, that they share with most countries, sadly. 
Although, yeah, they have a particularly yeah. intense and yeah, not joining the European Union and all sorts of things. Oh, yeah, Just we don't wild. talk about we don't talk about Britain a lot on this show because no, um, we don't. We're not. This show I'm is okay about with it. countries colonized by I'm Spain. I'm okay with that. Although we do have some loyal, wonderful British listeners. Oh. Shout out to you. Cool. There's Latinx folks in Great Britain. I'm sure and some of them are like throwing cute queer latinx parties oh and God. if i ever make it over there i would love to go so shout out to y'all we just like put out into the universe that like we would love for the rally manana tour to get to go internationally <laughs> so oh my god anybody in the yes. uk has some coins that want to bring put together us. to bring us we would have so much fun so much fun totally yeah all right. Well, there you go. You have to take back your statement about reality TV because you watch The Great British. Yeah, Bake because Off. I like The Great British. I think show. I probably you don't want me to realize like reality TV is most TV these days, right? Like it's just kind of taken over as a genre. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch but like ninety the... percent of the TV that I watch is like Bob's Burgers? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Did you watch the Queer Eye reboot? No. Oh girl, I didn't. It's pretty good. I don't know. I don't know how you would think feel I'm about it, but people are that interested. People are pretty into it. Um. I know people are into a lot. I'm just like not that like sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch more TV, but like, I feel like I'm just like, it takes a lot of convincing for me to like, did you, you know, get to watch a new thing. Did you ever finish one day at a time? Oh no, girl. I got like six episodes in and I could not finish. Mm. I, you know, I tried to support y'all. I tried to be a good Latina, but it did not work. Oh. I could not with those and laugh it, tracks. I thought that show was bad. Because you can't, you don't like sitcoms. <laughs> no, yeah. I do not. That's I do tough, not, it turns it's out. It's definitely a sitcom. Well, they got renewed for but a third I liked, season. You know what show I really liked that I thought it was going to be similar to is um, that show with Constance Wu. What's it called? Um, Fresh Off the Boat? Fresh Off the Boat. I never, yeah, I never that's actually a sitcom. watched that show. That show is so fucking funny. Does it have funny. a laugh track? I really like that show. It does not have a laugh track. You might track. just actually be too sensitive to the, the laugh track. track. I hadn't yeah, heard I'm it like in a allergic long to it. time until I rewatched. I think it was Friends I rewatched a couple of years ago, and it has a laugh track. And I was like, right, this whole thing. But no, I cannot. I was like, is this from the 90s? Is this a joke? I felt like I was watching Everybody Loves Raymond. I, can get I couldn't into it. do it. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad you didn't make it to season two because season two, I think, thematically gets more interesting. But um, yeah, I I'm glad that it was renewed. I'm glad that, you know, like that way I don't have to feel guilty about watching <laughs> it because I don't want to. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. We get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. So, what's your last song for this many, though? My last song is a remix um, from uh, Mercabe featuring Suit Suit, and it's called Gargola. Me encanta salir de noche, yo no le temo en la oscuridad. Amigo, soy de la noche, aunque me rodee tanta maldad. Salimos pa' deshacer Mujeres, discoteca, bailoteo, maleanteo Las mujeres se dejan envolver Reggaeton de moda con vestido en el alcohol De noche salimos pa' deshacer Mujeres, discoteca, bailoteo, maleanteo Las mujeres se dejan envolver Reggaeton de moda con vestido en el alcohol que en la noche está buena Y más buena que la nena que coquean por la disco sola Solicitando y soltera Sin pensarlo, soltarse Llama fuerte la atención
Son pa' ver quién la complace Le gustan los diamantes El flow de gangster Curiosa por si sola Algo interesante Soy una gargola De noche salimos pa' deshacer Mujeres, discoteca, bailoteo Malanteo, hola So this is um, originally an Arcángel song, but I yeah. found this through Sutsut, Sut, who's a producer who I've been following for a while, and um, you know, a DJ and producer from Monterrey. Uh, Mexico. He's part of um, the Underground Artist Collective and record label Nafi, which if you don't know, you really should because they're amazing. Um, and I just think he has like some, he's like a really um, astute producer. I love like, I mean, he's starting off with gold here. Like it's hard to like take Arcángel and end up somewhere that's not great. Yeah. But I just like I feel like his touches that he adds, he like makes it creepy, like almost like goth reggaeton. So I'm here for it. I'm here for like Arcángel era reggaeton. I think this is so great. Yeah, I really like this track a and lot. And then, yeah, and then Mercabe is just from a small town in Spain. I think he does a lot of work with Latin rhythms. I wasn't super familiar with him before this. Well, that's our Manito, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Radio Manea. Thank you for joining us once again. We really appreciate having you every week. As always, all the details from today's episode will be on our show notes on RadioManea.com. And please, please, please follow us on social media. We have all sorts of cool things there for you. We are at Radio Manea on Twitter and Instagram, and we're also on Facebook also just if you search Radio Manea it's all very straightforward and if you could do us a favor and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts we would so appreciate it it really really makes a huge difference so thank you so much and if you leave a review you might get featured in our Monday series Listener Lunas where Veto will often shout out reviews from listeners or emails that we get or tweets so um, send us some love and we'll send you some love back. That's right. We love you so much and we love reading them. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to our last episode, you should. It's all about our favorite novella theme song. So there's, it's hella dramatic and pretty awesome. So you should check it out. Yeah. I really highly recommend it. Hasta la próxima. Bye.